Welcome back to our video podcast, Let's Talk. Today's subject is the return of Christ. Now, we have a subtitle, yeah. and it is Houston, We Have a Problem. Now, obviously, we're having fun yeah. with that, but Pastor, in all seriousness, where did that come from? Yeah, it's, it's funny, because Pastor Blue used to always say that, and he would talk about uh, an, a little uh, comic strip that showed Jesus... Coming, it showed the Hubble telescope, mm. and it showed them looking, checking out in space, and it showed Jesus coming back on a white horse, and it said the caption was Houston, we have a problem. I love it. And so, obviously, it. biblically speaking, uh, the world, listen, if they're not saved, uh, they got a problem. They got a problem. Yeah. In all seriousness, I like the imagery there, the telescope, seeing the Lord come back on a white horse. Uh, you know, tell our audience here, is, is Christ's return going to be visible like that? I mean, will every ICM kind of thing, or is it, I mean, elaborate on that if you would. Uh, I would say, biblically speaking, mm -hmm. again, I think let me just back a little bit, just so folks, when it comes to terminology as we're using oh, today, just good. real quick, want to mention, we're not talking about the rapture today. Uh, I preached on that last week. We are talking about the return of Christ uh, the second advent, if you will. Yes. And so just, just a little parenthetical at the beginning. Uh, the rapture, first, first Thessalonians chapter 4, the Lord Jesus Christ comes back uh, to call the church away. Mm -hmm. And we meet him uh, in the air, in the clouds. He doesn't come to earth. Mm -hmm. So today we are talking about the return of Christ literally physically, and as Pastor Kennedy mentioned, visibly to the earth. So uh, to answer your question, yes. yes. And I want to share a verse with you in that context. Revelation, they'll have this up here on the screen. Revelation chapter number 1 and verse 7. Notice the Bible says this, Behold, he cometh with clouds. And it says, Every eye shall see him. So to answer the question... Is Christ's return going to be visible? Mm. Yes, it says every eye shall see him. And it's really interesting that the Lord put in there, if you notice the middle of the verse, it says this, also, and they also, which pierced him. Mm. Mm. And so it's it's a reference, if you I think verse 7, talking about the Jews. Oh, that's good. Yeah. And you know, Zechariah 14, we'll probably get into that in future ones on this subject, mm -hmm. talks about that a little bit as well, um, but the Jews there. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, it's going to be literal, it's going to be visible, nobody's going to be expecting it. Mm -hmm. And that's why the Bible says no man will know the hour or the day. So nobody knows when it's going to happen. We'll know the times and the seasons. Mm -hmm. And maybe in this podcast, we'll get into the conditions. Mm -hmm. Right. In just a moment, I'm going to ask Pastor Kennedy just to kind of share with us what he feels like the condition of the earth will be when the Lord comes back uh, for the second advent. But real quick, I'm going, to, I'm going to ask the media guys to look for a verse I don't have in my notes for them, but it just came to my mind. In this context, mm -hmm. Acts 17.31, guys, if you want to get that one ready to go. So, uh, Pastor Kennedy, mm -hmm. let's just talk about the condition. I know that's one of your questions sure. you have. Yeah. Uh, what, do you, what do you think it'll be like? Now, the church will be gone. Yeah, I was just, that was my yeah. first statement. Absolutely, so, the body of Christ will be out yeah. of here. So, all the light 
that is in this world will be removed. Imagine your workplace where you is a, is a walking testimony for Christ. And let's say the guys are all around and they're talking about something that's maybe off color. And you walk up and they all be quiet, right? Because here comes the Christian. We don't want to offend, right? Imagine when that's gone. The salt is gone. Yep, no restraint. Mm-hmm. So that that will be very indicative of the last times. Mm-hmm. I think um, Satan will have his total control. Of course, the man of sin rising up at that time. Um, darkness. I, oh, I yeah. think you could elaborate on the darkness yep. issue a yep. little bit for our people. Um, you know, so it'll be a very dark time if I could just use that word again. Yep. But yep. Um, more than we could ever imagine. We think it's dark now. Yeah, we're seeing the sh- curtains drawing. Yes, you know, yeah, good analogy. But um, but it's nothing like once the body of Christ is removed from this earth. Well. Matthew 24, mm-hmm. which we know, if you if you understand basic Bible hermeneutics, and hermeneutics is Bible interpretation, Matthew 24 is second advent. Okay, It's clearly referring good, to yes. the Lord's return. When you read Matthew 24, it's not talking about the church, because I don't believe the church is going through the tribulation, period. Right. Uh, period, period. <laughs> right. And so I don't believe that. Matthew 24, talking about what it will be like when the Lord comes back, as Pastor Kennedy mentioned, visibly to this earth. I'll read you just a brief thing in Matthew 24, in verse 41. Uh, I've been up to verse 40, kind of right around there. Um, so, actually, I'm going to go to verse 37. Sorry, guys. Matthew 24, 37. But as the days of knowing, so also shall the coming of the Son of Man be. For as in... The days that were before the flood, they were eating. Oh, yes, good. So he asked the question, what's it going to be like when the Lord comes back? They're going to be eating. Mm-hmm. They're going to be drinking. They're going to be giving in marriage, right? Mm-hmm. Just like they were mm-hmm. the day that Noah entered the ark. Mm-hmm. Right. They didn't believe the preacher, mm-hmm. who was a preacher of righteousness. Yep. And they didn't believe him. So that's what it's going to be like. And there'll be two in the field. One will be taken. The other will be left. Mm -hmm. Two women will be grinding at the mill. One should be taken. The other will be left. Mm -hmm. Watch therefore, for you know not what hour the Mm -hmm. Lord Mm -hmm. doth come. That's good. That's so good. So in Acts 17, 31, I'm just going to throw this out there. I didn't give it to him earlier. But this is a verse I've been meditating on. For a couple of weeks, I just keep going back to it. I don't know why. It, it, there's nothing like super revealing or profound in it that's going to say like show you something you didn't know before. But I don't know why it's resonating with me in a new way. In Acts 17.31, we're talking about the second advent. Uh, God makes this statement. And it's God speaking here. He says, notice in verse 31, he says, Because he, that's God, right, has appointed a day. So stop right there. We're talking about the return of Christ. Mm-hmm. Houston, we have a problem. God in heaven, Pastor Kennedy, mm-hmm. has appointed a day. Amen. Singular. Yes. So God on his calendar, we don't know what it is. We just read that in Matthew 24. God has appointed a day That's on so the good. calendar. Yeah. Of what? In which he will judge the world in righteousness. How is he going to do that? I love the middle of the verse. By that man whom he hath ordained. That's really good. We know exactly who that is. So 
That just gets me excited. It's just a reminder. So Number one, so God's good. appointed a day, singular. It's on his calendar. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's he going to do? Judge the world in righteousness. And who, how's he going to do it? By that man whom he has ordained. I mean, that ought to just fire you up as a Christian. Mm-hmm. And if you aren't living right, it ought to implore you. People say, well, you know, doctrine's a little bit dry and such and such. If that doesn't get you to really know that the Lord's coming back and you need to be ready... I know it's second advent, which means the rapture is sooner. Right. This is the time to make sure that your ducks are in a row. Amen. And so, it's such a great visual. A yeah. calendar. You know, that that's a great visual right there for our people. Exactly. For myself. Yeah, awesome. I love it. Yeah. So you asked it real quick before you go to the next question. You asked the condition. Yes. Of the world. I had a couple of things I just jotted down. So at that point, mm-hmm. I mean, at the, after the first three and a half years of the tribulation period, we know that the whole world's going to be... Uh, following the Antichrist. Mm-hmm. The whole world, Bible says, will be wandering after him. Uh, Matthew 24, 27 says, For as the lightning cometh out of the east and shineth even from the west, so shall the coming of the Son of Man be. Mm-hmm. Now, you mentioned darkness. Mm-hmm. Yes. The condition of the world, the return of Christ. Darkness. I love the analogy Pastor Kennedy gave about the shades being drawn, the curtains kind of being drawn in a little bit. If we think it's dark now, imagine, mm-hmm. as you mentioned, when the salt is gone. Mm-hmm. And does the Bible speak of that? Well, in Amos 5 and in Joel, in Joel 2, just real quick, I'll share these with you. as we, We'll wrap this up in just a few minutes. But Joel 2, the Bible says in verse number 2, a day of darkness and gloominess, a day of clouds and thick darkness, as the morning spread upon the mountains a great people and a strong. There has not been ever like, neither shall be any more after it, even to the years of many generations. And it goes on to say in verse 11, in closing for this here, for the day of the Lord is great and very terrible. Who can abide in it? Mm-hmm. A lot of people don't read Joel all the time, but it's got a lot of insight. Very prophetic, yes. Absolutely. So the second advent takes place at the end, obviously, of the seven-year tribulation period. And then Amos 5 says, in verse 20, Shall not the day of the Lord be darkness mm-hmm. and not light? So what we're talking about here is... The- what the earth is going to be like. It's going to be spiritually dark and physically dark as well then. I think so. Yeah, that's really good. Yeah, Yeah. absolutely. That's really good. So just to recap, we've talked about uh, at the very beginning, is it visible? It is visible return. Visible, literal, earthly return. Perfect. We've talked about what kind of just real generic, but we're talking about what what will be the conditions of Mm -hmm. his return. Mm -hmm. And lastly, where? Mm -hmm. Where will the Lord return on this earth? Well, there's a specific place that the Bible gives us insight to in the book of Zechariah. Mm-hmm. And we're going to see those verses in a minute. But it's interesting when we go back to the first question you had of Revelation chapter 1. It says, every eye shall see him. Mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And it says, and they mm-hmm. shall look upon him of whom they have pierced. Mm-hmm. So it ties in with who's going to see you know, oh, right? insight to where he's coming. I see. Zechariah 14. They'll have the verse on the screen here. His location. So specifically when the Lord comes back, and I have stood there, uh, maybe in post-edit, uh, they'll, they'll put a couple of the pictures and stuff we're talking on here. 
And I've stood there with you mm -hmm. on Mount Olives. Mm -hmm. Zechariah 14. So if you're wondering, if people say, well, how do we know really where the Lord's going to come back? And these two guys, what are they talking about? Did they knew exact, is there really an exact spot? Zechariah 14, Pastor Kennedy, I encourage you to, if you haven't gotten his commentary in, on the book of Zechariah, he doesn't like me talking about it. Uh, if I wrote as many books as he wrote, I'd have a shirt, I'd wear a shirt around that said, you know, get these at Amazon. But that's me, and that's not him. Got, that's the body of Christ. So get his commentary on Zechariah. 14, verse 4 says, And his feet, okay, his feet, shall, shall stand in that day. Oh, that's interesting because yeah. that goes to the Acts 17. That's so good. Yeah, I just caught that with you. Yeah. 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 So there's something about progressive revelation. We've been studying <laughs> this book for decades. Yeah. Even as we read it, in yeah. these, it was like we both thought yeah. that day yeah. ties in with Acts 17, 31 at the same time. Yeah. Yeah. It's a day. It's a singular day. It's on God's calendar. Yeah, it's exciting. So, um, in that day, it says this, upon the Mount of Olives. So the Lord's going to come back visible, as Pastor Kennedy mentioned, literally. Okay, We know the condition of the earth when he comes back. And where? Mount of Olives. Which is before Jerusalem on the east, and the Mount of Olives, which shall cleave in the midst thereof toward the east and toward the west. And there shall be a very great valley, and the valley of the mountain shall remove toward the north. And half of it toward the south. Out of olives. So, I mean, you remember standing there with me. Mm -hmm. uh, and just an amazing thing as you look out. Mm -hmm. Speaking of the Lord coming yeah. back, right before we close, you have got to touch on. Yeah. Standing at the Mount of Olives, what are you looking at as you gaze toward Jerusalem in light of the Lord's return? Uh, the dome. The eastern... Oh, the eastern gate, yeah. yeah. And, and you got, you the, gotta, yeah, yeah, explain that to our people a little bit. Just okay. touch on a little bit. I know we don't have much time, but... Um, so when the Lord comes back, I was going to mention in Ezekiel... Oh, sorry. Yeah, no, that's fine, that's fine. I, I might skip that just for the sake of time. Um, maybe we'll save the eastern gate, because I have a lot on that. We'll do it on the eastern one. gate. Yeah. Basically, just to real quickly kind of give you a little tease to that is when the Lord comes back and goes through the eastern gate, he goes right over a Muslim graveyard, mm. right? And that eastern gate will remain closed until the Lord comes back mm -hmm. and goes through that eastern gate. Yeah. And we were having fun in Jerusalem. We were saying, as if that sealed gate by some bricks is going to stop our Lord from exactly. going through that. Or Maybe share with the audience, do you... Maybe some of the protocols of what uh, the Muslims and their, uh, you know, heritage and, and laws and what have you regarding graveyards. And oh, yeah. So, yeah, they put a Muslim graveyard there at the Eastern Gate for this express purpose, knowing the scriptures, knowing uh, the Second Advent issues here, um, knowing that, that it's holy ground, therefore Christ would not go over it to enter the Eastern Gate. Correct. As their thought process, my understanding is there's a date and a time when they put that in. And I forget the guy's name. Back in the day, back when I had a memory, I could pull that out. Our audience probably <laughs> knows. There's some of those right. that already have that. But yeah. Anyway, but there's a there's a lot of rich yeah. rich things about the Eastern Gate. Well, is is just famous in Scripture about the Lord's return. Many will argue that the sealed gate is just a mere coincidence. Unfortunately. Mm. They will only realize the folly of their error when Christ returns in glory, in the glory of God, to open the gate himself. Amen. Satan would love to prove God wrong by opening the eastern gate himself, 
but he lacks the power and he lacks the authority to do so. Amen. He can't do it. Amen. God won't let it happen. And so uh, nobody can do it. The Bible says, and this is the last verse we'll share before we close today, Psalm 24, Psalm 24, and verse 7. Lift up your heads, O ye gates, and lift up ye everlasting doors, and the King of glory shall come in. Amen. Who is this King of glory? The Lord strong and mighty, the Lord mighty in battle. Lift up your heads, O ye gates, even lift them up, everlasting doors. The King of glory shall come in. Who is this King of glory? The Lord of hosts. What a powerful, powerful verse. So he will do it in triumph and victory. Mm -hmm. And what a day that's going to be. I tell you what, Israel will be rejoicing on that day. Yeah. We'll be in heaven rejoicing on that day. Amen. The only one that won't be rejoicing mm -hmm. is those he came to judge, which we'll talk about next podcast. Yes, we will. And I'm looking forward to that. Well, thank you, Pastor Kennedy. I appreciate the thank questions. Uh, we're going to continue this kind of vein, this topic. It's going to be kind of the three or four part on the return of Christ with some different subtitles. Uh, and so tune in next week, if you would, and uh, share this with folks. If you haven't subscribed, we encourage you to do that. Like the video and kind of spread it. People need to know that Jesus Christ is coming back. The Bible says, go tell it on the mountain. Amen. And so we're here today trying to do just that. So thank you for tuning in. God bless you. Lord willing, we'll see you next time.